Uh, as long as I don't block the way. <laughs> I need to look at that camera yeah. and pull the mic to my face. Ooh. Oh, I can hear you, you now. Go. I've done this a few times. Yeah. Incredible. You know, a couple just, times. But you don't normally sit there. I don't normally sit here. I usually sit on the sides. No. Yeah. It's yeah. strange. Main my, man Gert now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my butt you're will the, be sore. You're the Lobo of the <laughs> Co-Hops podcast. I'm the Lobo? You're the main man. Oh, sure. Okay. It's a bad joke. Comics. Yeah. Comic books. <laughs> cool. We love them. Who would you cast as Lobo in the live action Oh, um, if you weren't already Aquaman, yeah, I the guy who's Aquaman. Momoa. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Uh, I feel like a, I feel like a, a Jai Courtney type might might do it. But he's already he's already uh, in the DC universe. Oh, well, sure, that's true. That's illegal. You can't cast someone twice. Yeah, they didn't do it with Chris Evans or um, or uh, Josh Brolin or Josh Brolin or or Michael B. Jordan or Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Marvel. Dis- yeah. DC doesn't do it. Maybe DC. that's why it's like oh Gary Oldman. We hit, we have in chat. And Matt Damon. Gary Those Oldman, feel like Matt bad Damon. choices. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Um, That's me. He yeah. is quite an oh. old man these days. So Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Um, hey, now. That's not nice. He's becoming less of a chameleon. Oh, how about Dave Bautista? Uh, maybe. Maybe. He doesn't seem... He, he might not be unhinged enough. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good word. Unhinged. He's like a, an actual good actor. Shockingly, William so. Defoe, or as they said, William Defoe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Defoe, right? Hmm. I'm I'm trying to think of Fair. like good brute Better. type um, actors, but it's well, uh, it's, it's escaping be, me. Well, Jason Momoa just got to retire as Aquaman and become yeah. Lobo. Yeah, that's, I think that's the solution. I think everybody's being forcefully retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I you I, know who's unhinged enough? Ezra Miller. Oh yeah, he would. He's he'd get method with it. He'd just actually <laughs> like dye his skin white and adopt a giant bulldog. Jared Leto. Oh yeah. God. Also unhinged enough, but also already cast in uh, terrible movies <laughs> on uh, both sides. Oh man. For yeah, thinking about DC movies makes me sad. No, I like Shazam. Okay, I haven't seen the new one. Is it out yet? It is, dude. I'm in complete superhero yeah. fatigue. Totally. I don't give two shits about anything that's coming out in the next five years. I'm I'm not particularly excited about anything, but I'll still watch whatever comes out. I still haven't watched Wakanda Forever. Neither have I. That looked uninteresting to me, though. I, I mean, the the star was the problem that, that caused yeah. me to be less interested in, in that movie. Like, I, I adore the first Black Panther movie, but um, I'm pretty sure that Ryan Coogler did not come back to direct this, and also the star has some uh, opinions about things. Um, and was not recast, unfortunately. Um, you mean this, this, uh, the star in quotations because they became the star due to circumstances? Yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of unfortunate. That's true. I, I guess they, they might have not advanced the storyline in quite the same way. Oh, there's 0% chance. Yeah. If, uh, if Chad would Bozeman hadn't passed away. There's no way that movie is the exact same plot it has now. Yeah. Zero percent. So what we're saying is Namor is the number one Aquaman. Roll the intro. Hey. Hello and welcome to the Co-Hops Podcast. This is episode 62. I'm Garrett, and as always, I'm joined by... Nick over here. And Zach over here. 
whisper softer next time. Getting Zach goes a little sensual loud. sensual with this one. We're going to need to get you an ASMR mic. We need mm. we need the sexy light that we had when it was just our stream. Oh, the sexy yeah. light? We had the sexy light. You guys had the sexy light. I didn't watch. I listened. I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. We had sexy light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were stopping that sentence earlier. <laughs> we had sex. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So also on on the topic of great actors from genre films um, who have died, unfortunately, young, um, I'd like to mention at the top of the show, uh, rest in peace to Lance Reddick, who has a uh, a small uh, career in terms of roles in video games, uh, but is very important to the games that he's in. Um, he, you may know him as Commander Zavala from uh, Destiny. Um, he was also uh, Charon in uh, John Wick, which means that he was also in Payday 2 and the John Wick video game. Um, he was in Quantum Break, for what that's worth. Um, yeah, I, for, I forgot I played that nothing. game, and then <laughs> yeah. I remembered that I played that game and that he was in it. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was also uh, one of the primary characters in the Horizon series, and no spoilers in the chat, but... Uh, but he is very interesting in that role. Um, And also, apparently, he was in 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, so that's great. His best role. Starring role. Truly. But yeah, he He was was 50 Cent. He was. (laughs) was. Uh, What's 50 Cent's real name? I can't remember. Curtis Curtis. Jackson? Curtis Jackson, that's right. Yep. Is it Curtis Jackson? I think so. Um, But yeah, also also a great actor outside of video games, naturally. Oh. uh, (laughs) I, I mean... I oh man, Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand is, is a lot of fun. Is that who should play Lobo? <laughs> Ooh, sure, cent. <laughs> sure, okay, yeah, yeah. checks out. Um, Joker's Eminem. Uh, Doctor Dre is uh, Mister Miracle. I don't, I don't like that. Oh no, I'm just saying rapper names and oh. DC names that I know. I'm so <laughs> I don't like that. If, if you have not read the Tom King and Mitch oh, Gerard's so uh, Mister Miracle, you should. It's really good. And uh, hearing hearing a even even a jocular uh, suggestion of uh, doing wrong by Mister Miracle made me shiver a little bit. Hey Google, but, define jocular. <laughs> I don't know what that word means. I think Jocularity, that means, joking. Oh, I was going to say I, he rides a small horse or a small man riding a <laughs> yeah. large horse. I don't know, one of those. Indeed. Something to do with jockeying. Yeah. But uh, besides talking about comic books and video... Other things. Other things. Movies. Yes. Video video, <laughs> video, video wow. products. Video, video products. pictures. We're talking about video pictures. <laughs> Moving uh, photography. Us here at the Co-Hops Podcast, we uh, feature a beer every week, and we also chat about video games. So to start off the beer portion, let's kick it over to Nick, who brought this uh, this pink beer today. It's very pink. Um, yeah, so I wanted to find a brewery that we had not featured before, and I'm pretty sure we have not had anything from Great Divide. Not that I can recall. Um, They are based out of Denver, Colorado, and um, the beer that I chose, uh, I chose because it reminded me of my childhood a little bit. It is their Strawberry Rhubarb Sour Ale. I actually grew rhubarb in my garden when I was growing up. Oh, I thought Uh, you were going to talk about how you lived with flamingos. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. There is a a very cute flamingo on the can, and it does look like the color that flamingos turn when they eat shrimp. But will I turn pink if I drink enough of this beer? Uh, No, but if you eat enough shrimp, you will. Yeah. 
pass I'm allergic. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> if I eat enough, I will expire. That's that's why uh, you'll turn pink. I'll turn there, there you go. I think Actually, it's like turn, a gray white. Yeah. 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 Blue. Exactly. Um, but yeah, their their description is that the strawberry rhubarb sour ale is a gift for the senses. Mm. Strawberry is the yin to rhubarb's yang, the sweet to the tart. This beautiful partnership creates a beer that glows ruby in the glass. Check. Bursts with strawberry aroma and bites with every sip. Bright and effervescent, this sour is fun and refreshing, lip-puckering treat, perfect for every occasion, any time of year. 6.2 ABV. Couldn't find any of the other stats, but there you go. Yeah. Probably very few IBUs because it's a sour. It's got like three. <laughs> how, how many solid rat molecules? <laughs> uh, yeah, right? This is, I feel like this is like not even on the chart because it's so pink. I guess it's it's a I little know, I can barely see. I can only see your watch because of the shine of the light. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty. That's a pretty solid rat right there. That's yeah. a solid rat. Yeah, it's a moderately thick rat. We'll call it a solid albino rat. Sure. It's got the pinkish hue, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a seven. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> so it's an albino rat eye. Yeah, That's there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That tells you everything that you need to know about this beer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Chip. Well, uh, <laughs> well now, now I've distracted myself thinking about solid rats, and I don't even remember what it tastes like. So Probably rhubarb and yeah. strawberries. I mean, everything that they described, it's one of those things where it perfectly describes um, the what the what the beer is going to taste like, what the mouthfeel yeah. is like. Um, it is it is nice and tart. Um, it's a milder flavor than I think I expected. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm, I'm used to sours that are more... Uh, flavored with the thing that they are uh, flavored I, with. I have a hard time picking strawberry out of beers. Yeah. Uh, it's got a very, very mild strawberry flavor, but it does have the rhubarb bite for sure. Like, Definitely. like it says with every sip, mm-hmm. but the strawberry is there. It's just incredibly light. Um, yeah. I had something recently um, that was gifted to me, uh, which was called the Chelsea grin, which was um, strawberry raspberry, tangerine and um bergamot oh and it, it was a sour it was really really good but the the weakest of all the flavors was definitely strawberry yeah it's it's uh gentle it's hard to hard to pick out unless yeah. it's that like really um saccharin uh like artificial strawberry flavor that's basically a different flavor yeah yeah uh, but yeah, I, I, I rather enjoy this. I've been actually enjoying sours. I wasn't really much of a of a sour guy um, before. Um, yeah, but you're I'm, more of a sweet dude. I've been, <laughs> I've been drinking a lot more sours lately, and uh, this this one is excellent. Yeah, um, it's it it fills a niche for me where it's not like it's it's sour, uh, but not aggressive with the fruit flavoring that it has. So it it feels a little more like a beer. Uh, still, uh, where like Kulshin's Gozas are uh, quite good, but they're quite strongly flavored with the fruit that they have. So, yeah. or they taste a lot like the sea, like the one you brought to us. <laughs> that's that's oh, yeah, that was, this one tastes of the sea. <laughs> uh, man, that was that was fun. Yeah, that's we're we're going to have to find a, a rival to that one of these days in terms of horrible things to yeah, try. Yeah, I think Dark Harbor. Yeah. Dark... I think that that one is going to be more like the sea. Yeah. O- Oyster beer is the one. Um been threatening it long enough. Yep, right? Yeah. Your your empty threats mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> By definition. I will have to get it for us. 
Empty Harbor. <sighs> empty Empty Harbor. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be em- emptying the. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna. The I'm gonna wait till we have the 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 annual like hundred degree recording episode oh, when we're all yeah. sweating, and then we're gonna. Drink, Except for we're gonna we'll, drink the oyster beer that time. We'll be in here with AC. No, we're oh. gonna turn it off to keep keep the tradition no. alive of me. You're not literally drenched in sweat. Yeah. You're not turning my room into a bathhouse. <laughs> it's not happening. It's too late, man. No. It's I, not too late. I, I still <laughs> remember. I'm saying no. <laughs> I still remember that uh, episode with those Rattlers, which were s- the most refreshing thing at the time when it was like 100 degrees. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, could see we were we were recording, and I don't think we weren't streaming it at the time. We were just no. had our face cams on oh, for each other, right? So that we could like cue. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, sweat is just pouring from your face, and you're just like, I uh, might die tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took my shirt off partway through because <laughs> I, I needed a towel to wipe my skin off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Then he poured the Rattler over himself. Too bad we weren't streaming at that time, right? Right. Yeah. We've got at least one more view. Yeah. <laughs> just, just flash dance one yourself. More view. Chip yeah. would have tuned in. Exactly. He oh, probably yeah. would have. Yeah. <laughs> well, Only hops. This this beer is excellent. I really, really enjoy it. It's yeah. it's it's good so far. Um Yeah. Uh, I, and... I like strawberry rhubarb. I mean, obviously I was uh, a fan of rhubarb enough to uh want to grow it as a kid like that was my choice i i made my parents get some rhubarb to grow um i didn't know what rhubarb was until i was like 20 nice yeah rhubarb farmer nick yeah isn't there a part of the plant that's poisonous uh, I think so i want to say that there is all of it Um, (laughs) that's what makes the beer so i think it's the leaves i I think you're right because the stock is what you use to to actually make stuff um but yeah i I I think had a strawberry rhubarb pie or a pastry or something at some point, and I always loved sour candy, um, mm. and so this was like the natural evolution of that. There you so, go. You guys yeah. ever eat so much sour candy your mouth burns? Oh yeah, and like you just can't taste for four days. It it like wears off the surface of your tongue. It's yeah. real rough. I remember going to the movie theaters once, and I got a bag of the sour Skittles, and those in particular, they uh-huh. have like a rough texture. That, yeah, yeah. It's just, the the just, citric acid. Yeah, um, I ate the whole crystals. bag, and I my mouth was in in yeah. pain for yeah. two days. Well, I, I liked to suck on them, which made it worse. Yeah. So I think so. We all know the the phrase "Zach eats it whole." I think we've <laughs> talked about this before. Oh. So uh, my friend David, uh, when we were all living together, first year of college, um, we oh, I, learned this is going to go real poorly. We got a Costco. Yeah, we got a Costco card, and uh, that's where we would buy the bulk of our groceries because it was like five dudes living in a house together. So sure. like, most of the time, like I, I would cook, or my friend or Ian, uh, who made all the oh, awesome yeah. uh, wood fight sticks, um, great guest, would uh, would cook, and then we everybody would chip in, and we just get a bunch of food. And one time, if anybody wanted anything extra, they obviously paid for it, or other people could split it. Well, I took David to Costco one day, and he saw a Costco sized bag of Warheads. Oh God! And. He proceeded to sit. We got home and he was sitting there looking at him and everybody just had one. They're like, oh, I remember these as a kid. Yeah. okay." And then he looks around and he goes, how many do you think I can fit in my mouth? (laughs) Don't don't tell us the answer. What's your guess, Nick? That is the most. Do you remember remember the answer? Yeah, I have an answer. Yeah. You you remember the number? Yeah. Uh, That is the most five dudes living in a house together sentence I've, I've ever heard. How many do you think I can fit in my mouth? In terms of some, uh, some manner of you food, you stop there. Yeah, that's fine. Anything. Five dudes in a house. So how many? How many dudes did David fit in his mouth? Uh, so my guess is eighteen. Eighteen. That's the number that comes. That's a to lot mind. of work. Oh god, my mouth hurts just thinking about uh, that. Yeah, it's like I can feel it in my cheeks. What's your yeah. guess? Um, I'm gonna say 
23. Okay. Ooh, Zach, you're super close. 26. Wow. 26. Oh, my God. That's so many words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kept them in his mouth for a little bit, and then he spit them all into the sink. Um, but some of them were, like, fused to his cheeks, yeah. and he had to, like, oh, rip them God, out. Oh, God. That's so yeah. painful. Oh. Yeah. Uh, his mouth hurt for, for quite a while, and we yeah. all got a really good laugh. And I don't really eat sour candy much anymore because of that. Mm-hmm. One experience I had with the, but, with the sour Skittles at the movie theater, like, kind of yeah. s- turned me off from sour candy. Sa- sour yeah. Skittles are the worst of it because they have those big citric acid yeah. crystals. Like, um, Sour Patch Kids are similar, but they're not. crystals, so tasty. Yeah. yeah, see, I'm a basic bitch when it comes to dessert. I like chocolate, and I like alcohol. <laughs> okay, I'll so, have those two things. Like, so fruit candy. Port wine. The, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I do enjoy port wine. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well... Well, well, uh, well, speaking of ports, <laughs> ports, <laughs> many, many, many ports, video game ports to different consoles. Oh, I, I, like, I got that was hey. a, Let's try to figure out where we were going. Yeah. I'm steering the ship into port. I like hey. that too. That's we're, good too. We're going to go to Zach. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to go to Zach. Well, you, you were playing a port of a game. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about what I've been playing because it's been talked about enough on here, but I was, I played about 10 hours of Persona 5 Royal um the switch i picked that up and it's fun it's not grabbing me as much as four did i've talked on here before about how much i enjoyed four and this continues to puzzle me because it feels like like as somebody who has likes both four and five and has played both four and five i feel like five would be the one that would grab you faster um it's just like a little more action a little more stuff going on i like the changes they made to the combat but the actual characters and story are less engaging to me immediately yeah i i I think they kind of backload the more interesting characters which like kanji and naoto were very interesting in in persona 4 but you also still had engaging characters at first and i think like ryuji and on are probably some of the least interesting yeah and i think playing four like ryuji just is like kanji 2.0 basically it it feels a little bit similar he is he's like kanji and yosuke yeah he's kind of a mix yeah mashed together um yeah i haven't decided if i'm gonna i'm not gonna quit it entirely i'm just i'm not sure if maybe it's partly just not the game for me right now yeah, so, I feel yeah. I feel like you're in a you're in a weird mood like cuz you beat what the last game you beat was Stars of Hope, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so since then, I mean, you had like a Witcher kick for a little bit. You were playing yeah, I Final played, Fantasy. Yeah, I played like 60 hours of The Witcher and I Damn. um fell off of it um just because I was getting into a content that I was starting to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was having fun at the beginning cuz no. there's like the stuff I didn't remember and then yeah. now I'm in I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember all of this." Just go do the expansions then. That's what I might do. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, and then you were playing Final Fantasy I don't remember all the Crisis subtitles Core? now. Crisis Core. There Crisis you go. Crisis Core Reunion. Yeah, and I got bored actually. That, you got bored of that. Uh, yeah. That's fine. That that was a You're PSP playing some other stuff. Too repetitive. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I'm still still kicking around trying to figure out what to play, but um, I'm not going to talk too much about Persona. You can go back. I don't know, like look for the Persona in the picture, and they probably talked about it in that <laughs> yeah. episode. So, yeah. Okay. That, all right. Um, but I want to talk about. I'm going to throw it back to an old segment we used to have, which is collecting. Um, I have not bought anything new in quite some time, and um, friend of mine, a uh, friend of ours, he was on the show. Woody, he's he's oh, going to yeah. be moving, and. I went and hung out with him, and he had a box that we had set aside of stuff I was going to buy from him. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about. And so he was like, do you still want this stuff? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Um, and so I got some fun NES games, including the fourth um, Dragon Quest game, or Dragon Warrior 4 in the U.S., which um, completes the set for me. 
Nice. Uh, you have every Dragon Warrior slash Dragon Quest game? For NES, I do have all the ver I have at least one version of all the games. Yeah. Because oh, you uh, have you have what used to be my versions of four through six for the mm -hmm. NES. Yep. Uh, so I've got let's see, I was actually I was telling Troy about it today. I have got one, two, three, four for NES. Mm -hmm. I've got one and two and three for Game Boy. Okay. I have four, five, six for DS. Yep. I have uh, five and six for Super Famicom, the Japanese versions. Mm. I have eight for DS and PS2. I have seven for DS. I have nine for DS, which is the only way it came out. And then I have uh, 11 for Switch. So I have at least one version mm -hmm. of all the main and, series. And yeah, 10, 10 is an MMO that only came out on the Wii in Japan. So Yeah, but you can get a Wii count. disc from Japan. Well, it's on the Switch. I downloaded it. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it's I forgot like that they did kinda that. kind of hard to play if you don't speak Japanese or read Japanese. But Yeah. Um, I did install it and tried to get it to work, and I said, I don't care that much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I, I feel like uh, Dragon Quest would have been a good game for me to try to play when I was learning Japanese um, because it's like kitty enough in its dialogue. It's, it's like very storybook mm -hmm. um, uh, fairy tale. Uh, that it probably would have would have been fine. Uh, the one I went with was Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Soul Silver came out uh, around when I was learning um, Japanese, and it came out like a full calendar year before it came out in the West. Um, so, nice. so like it was that Final Fantasy thirteen and um, uh, uh, Yakuza Kenzon, which is um, uh, the it's the predecessor to uh, Ishin the um or is it ishin the 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 new one that's like set in the 18 or the early 1900s yeah so this was the first one of those where it was built in the yakuza 3 engine and it was set in like feudal era mm -hmm. um and uh i got that and could not really process what was going on because it was much more adult um <laughs> and my my understanding of the language was approximately that of a fourth Wait, grader so you, you mean as a fourth grader you couldn't watch a 45 minute adult well okay hold on hold on <laughs> film. <laughs> 40, 45 minute film that was geared towards adult dialogue yeah right <laughs> and understand everything that was happening right yeah, yeah um no so yeah, that that was that was difficult. But uh, the other thing I got was Mother One Plus Two, which is a GBA cart with both Mother and Earthbound. Nice. Um, and the kids are about fourth grade, so yeah. So right. that that worked out. That was that was solid. Um, one of the things that uh, was a commonality between um, uh, Pokemon and Mother that was not true of any of the others was that it included a Furigana, which is the uh, over over the kanji, it will show you what the uh, hiragana uh, oh, for yeah. it are. I saw that so, all over in Japan. I so didn't you know that's what it was called. Yeah, so you mm -hmm. don't actually have to know the hiragana to actually, or or you do know have to know that, but you don't need to know the kanji. Um, you could just sound it out. Yeah, and, like, yeah, understand what it was. Yeah, so you can assuming you know what the word means. Assuming <laughs> that you know what the word means, which existential yeah, terror. That's that's always <laughs> that's always the trouble too. Um, and uh, but there were a lot of loan words, so it was actually a lot of katakana uh, because it uh, the mother series is all like Americana and like uh, regular apple pie baseball stuff, and so a lot of it was words that I could just sound out the katakana and like oh yeah that's just baseball. <laughs> so anyway, good stuff. Uh, um, I do think it's kind of funny that I have all these Dragon Quest games and I've played um, to completion exactly two of them. Mm. 
It's one and two, right? Uh, I never finished two. It was very boring. Yeah, I yeah, finished yeah. one, and a long time ago, I, when I was younger, I played three on okay. the Game Boy Color. Wasn't that the one that Woody was playing when he was on the show, and he was just like, I just... Yeah. It's just brick texture everywhere. That's, yeah, three, yeah. but he's better. playing the NES version. So uh -huh. the Game Boy Color version, they redid one, two, and three, I want to say, and they put them on the Super Famicom in Japan. Multiple brick textures. They never came out in the U.S., but the Game Boy versions of those games are the ports from the Super Famicom versions. Okay. So they do look a little bit better than... Okay, but ones. still functionally the same. Functionally the same. Okay, yeah. gotcha, some gotcha. I think there's minor changes. Uh -huh. um, I think, if I recall, at least the Game Boy versions are slightly easier than the NES versions. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's neat because like the difficulty comes from having to grind, so it's yeah, just not, so much grinding. It's not fun difficulty. That eh, depends if you enjoy grinding. Sure, I get into the mood of sometimes where it's just fun to do. That's true. Especially, I I, especially if you can do it on like a handheld, like on a Game Boy, because you just sit there and do it while you're watching TV. You don't even have to pay attention. You <laughs> just like press left and right a bunch until a random encounter, and then just mash A. <laughs> I, I think I get that out of my system with open world games these days. Sure. Like uh, we played the Division Two, and I've been actually jumping back into that uh, every once in a while. Um, just like going and picking up some stuff in the open world, finding collectibles, and like doing side quests and like that's the kind of thing that scratches my grinding itch these days fair enough mm -hmm. there you go is that for later yes okay all right then cool. I, then then forget forget about it yeah. uh, the, i do want to mention one other thing i got from oh, woody which right. um, is actually even cooler than the dragon quest stuff i'm also <laughs> dragon ball stuff dragon yeah. man <laughs> <laughs> is um, nothing's cooler than dragon ball stuff <laughs> i got um Nothing. it's a series that has died it is gone uh, last one I think was on the DS, which is oh, no. the Lunar Games. Oh um, yeah! Wow. So Lunar Silver me. Star Story and Lunar Eternal Blue; those were originally Saturn games that were ported over to the. I want to say it was Saturn, right? Or maybe it was Sega CD. Sorry, I think it was Sega CD. Okay. Got ported over to the PS One, and yeah, they are great. working designs, um, I believe, which are like they made the coolest like boutique style RPG stuff for the PS One. They made a lot of weird things, and it was just like all their packages were super cool. Like it, for these ones, you open up and there's like a hardcover manual with like all the characters and descriptions, and it's almost like a little mini guide. And in the Eternal Blue one specifically, there's like a pendant that you get that one of the characters has, and there's like a cloth map, and like it's just. Yeah, well, it's kind of reminds me of like big box PC games where they would just come yeah. with all these feelies. Yeah, and I, yeah. I always thought that was the coolest thing in these um, PS One RPGs, and you don't really see that. I feel like that was a, an era that one like a few companies did it, but like Working Designs was very popular for it. And I yeah, I just want to call that out because I think it's really cool and fun to to just look at that stuff. The last cloth map I got was from I bought the ultimate edition of dragon age origins and it mm. came with oh. a map of the like a cloth map yeah. of the world and a steel case and That's i guess so i guess you do that. get it now in collector's editions so collector's yeah. editions oh but still this was like the regular this is just the regular ass yeah. version of the game yeah it's uh -huh. like here's a fucking pendant it's, it's awesome so it's it's a big card box it's not even it's like um like as thick as the last mm. harry potter book <laughs> it's not it's not uh -huh. one it's of the like tall ps uh, wait did you get the saturn or the ps1 yeah PS1. is it a tall box no with all it's this just, shit it looks it? it's the same size as a normal ps1 game but it's thick like, like a jewel like, case like a big book mm. and it's a cardboard box has the the um the 
two uh, two bay. I don't know what to call my brain. Right, right, right. Yeah. The double thickness jewel case, and then it's got cool. the manual, and then it's got mm-hmm. another box in there that has all the feelies. So it's like it's thick, and that's, it has a lot of cool stuff in it. That's nice. cool. That's really cool. That that the the most modern example of that of the normal edition of a game coming with cool stuff uh, that I can think of is um, like Rockstar's games, where they always put a, a really neat like detailed map. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know if they did that for Red Dead Two, but I was going to say I have, I have the special edition of Red Dead Two, which came with that. But I don't know. I don't think the regular version did. I think it was just because I have because GTA Five and Red Dead One, the normal versions did, but Red Dead Two maybe not. Five did, yeah, because the Are you sure the, about the Red first Dead 1? the first version of Five did because I'm talking like PS3, yeah. Xbox 360, because the other ones are just like fuck you, pay us money. <laughs> yeah, right. Because um, I, I have the 360 and PS3 version of Red Dead One. I don't think it came with the map. Wait, there's a 360 huh? of Red Dead. One? I don't yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. There yeah, is. There is. Yeah. That's how you played it, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh Me my too. God. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking of um I was thinking of uh um, are, are you thinking of Red Dead Revolver, the yes. PS2 game? Yes, I'm yes. thinking of Red Dead Revolver. So, I played that on OG Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Great game. Oh, that's true. Underrated game. I, I've been curious to check that out. It's I, fun. I like Western. I've actually it's the only Red Dead game I beat. As as a <laughs> as a big fan of Call of Juarez Bound in Blood and Call of Juarez Gunslinger. Um, I do love a good Western action game that is underrated by the general populace. Yeah. Um, well, Nick. Yeah. I think unless Zach, I'm you good. got another thing. You got another surprise collection nice. no, under your pants. Nothing. That's cool. I'll, I'll have to talk to. <laughs> Can confirm. There's yeah. nothing in his pants. Nothing. Uh, it's, it's a bl- blank slate. It's blank. He's like yes. a Ken doll. All yes, right. it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> um, so what have you been? What have you been up to, Nick? I know that you've been up to a whole lot. We were talking uh, <laughs> before, and uh, yeah. it's it's been your spring break this last week. Yeah. So so, you, so while people are going hog wild in Miami, Florida, you are going crazy in the video game space. I I am. So I last week was um was exam week, uh, and so the only things I had to do were peer review a paper for some someone for one of my classes and do a midterm exam for the other uh and this week is spring break so i um uh that's a lovely noise i always (laughs) love to hear it um so so yeah uh i have had some time on my hands so i've been doing some catching up um i i'll touch on a couple of things that I won't talk about for too long. The main thing I was originally planning to talk about was the newest thing here, which is the Castlevania DLC for Dead Cells, uh, which got oh, me cool. back into Dead Cells. Uh, that game is awesome. I don't really have a lot to say about it other than that it's really fun and that the um, the Castlevania stuff is very well done and very loving. Um, that game is really hard. I still probably I won't. I think that DLC it. got tens out from certain publications I, I think it's very well loved that that checks out it adds a lot of really really cool stuff and like that game already had a lot of castlevania inspiration so it's very cool especially like original castlevania so it's very cool to see it. everyone's like, favorite castlevania too <laughs> yeah right <laughs> the I, anime I, I can't i imagine there's probably some cliff you have to kneel at to get a collectible somewhere I wonder. But I'm sure. Yeah. They they also have added a bunch of uh, crossover stuff for other games that's that fits very well, that is actually really neat. Um, like, uh, like there is a... Um, the first one that comes to mind is Hotline Miami, where uh, you get a baseball bat, and if you're... Uh, 
the like every every melee weapon has a a qualifier for when you get critical hits and this one is uh, when your enemy is stuck in place, then mm. you go into a frenzy and you just <laughs> overhead swing, bop them, and uh, and do crits. Um, they have a shovel knight thing in there too. Uh, they do. I don't think I have encountered the um, if there is a shovel weapon, but there is a uh, like king knight's scepter, which mm. works exactly like it does in um, uh, in the king knight um, campaign for uh, for shovel knight uh exists uh there is the the pure nail from hollow knight uh which oh yeah also works exactly like it does in its source game and is really really satisfying at least soak song you cowards right <laughs> please um release it when it's ready yeah now right. <clears throat> uh there's also uh slay the spire has some kind of cool stuff you just throw cards at people uh Kind, that's called gambit <laughs> kind of oh the worst x-men you get um you get a card as one of your powers so in dead cells if you're not familiar you have two slots for weapons and two slots for powers um or or whatever which can be like grenades or deployables or traps or some kind of power yeah um and so uh the card is a power and you activate it with uh, by hitting it once, and then it has a passive that does stuff, and then uh, you can discard the card to do something else, uh, and then it draws you a new card. Uh, nice. That all, also has a passive that does stuff, and so uh, and they are like effects based on cards from um, from Slay the Spire, which super cool. Uh, it's it's really neat, very flavorful. There's just so much content in that game, um, but I'm not very good at it. And so it's hard. I'm not the one to tell you about it. It's very hard, mm-hmm. but it feels great. So definitely, definitely check it out. Um, that's the the most modern thing that I have played. But uh, I've been doing a lot of catching up on prequels to things that are coming out soon. So Jedi Fallen Order, I went back to, realized I had been playing it on the hardest difficulty, and that's why I keep bouncing off of it when I try to go back to it, because I didn't realize that I was playing on super hard, and uh, and was like, why is this so hard? This seems unfair. What made you choose that in the first place? Um, <clears throat> if you can't remember, I mean, I guess. So I think <clears throat> I read... pain, Garrett. I, I, yeah. Um, uh, I, I think I read an article on some website that uh, was like, this is the real way to play this game. Um, And so I made it through probably like 80% of that game Mm -hmm. uh, with, with it on Jedi Grandmaster. And then finally recently turned it down because that game's mechanics are just like not tight enough for that kind of difficulty. It, it has like combat like Batman where you kind of glue to targets and you have these big long animations for attacks, but it like, treats the enemy AI like Dark Souls where they will gang up on you and interrupt you and so you 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 just don't have the tools like in Dark Souls everything is very predictable that you do um, and uh, and so you can deal with that by understanding exactly what will happen when you hit a button and this game just doesn't do that and so did you try kissing the stormtroopers uh, <laughs> oh man if only I mean that's what you do with your lightsabers in this game yes <laughs> yeah. pew 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 Stick yep. their helmet off. <clears throat> they don't know the what fist. to do. Yeah, they, yeah, right? they don't know what to do. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah, amazing. Breathe real air. Come that's on. that's the visual novel solution to this problem. <laughs> it's the light novel solution. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, yeah, Jedi Pop, Star Wars edition. <laughs> 
Can can we uh, use uh, Chat GPT to yes. write that yes. fanfic? Yes. Oh, please. <laughs> yes, we can. It's the one good use for for AI. Um, but yeah, so that that's fun. I put that. I went back to it, put it on hold uh, because that sequel is not coming out for another month, um, and went back and. Uh, for some reason, I never finished the B scenario for a Resident Evil 2 remake. And so I went and I did As that. you called an old game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I called it an old game in comparison <laughs> to Diablo 4, which isn't even out. I was uh, talking about how grateful I was to not be playing Diablo 4 because the queue times were like an hour and a half. Um, yeah, I'm excited yeah. for Diablo 4. Yeah. I, I'm not somebody who typically cares about betas, so I didn't worry about trying to get into it. But yeah. I'm very excited. For the that. fact that you would probably lose your progress is... Is a bummer. That I've heard me. a just... rumor that it's not. I, I mean, I haven't looked into it because I just Who don't care. No, uh, of like video game publications. Was it Paul Blizzard? Oh, yeah, I see. It, it was Paul Blizzard, mm-hmm. Mall Cop. <laughs> 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 he whispered it into my ear. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, so I finally did that. I played Leon uh, in the A scenario. So this was Claire B, and mm-hmm. I really really. I think it's Claire. actually Claire R. Yes. <laughs> Claire. Claire RB. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Cardi B. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, that game is incredible. It is probably mm-hmm. one of the best games ever made because it is based on a really amazing game and it just like takes everything and recreates it. Like I have to imagine that this is like what it felt like playing this now is what it felt like playing the original at the time of like yeah. how beautiful it is and how interesting it is and how much content there is. Unless yeah. you played the N64 version. Oh, I finished, <laughs> I finished RE2 remake in two nights, two play sessions. Yeah, I remember I just, talking about that. You uh, locked yourself in here. Did, did yeah. you, did you play uh, both sides? I didn't play B because I had played A and then I was like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing the same things. I know that there's different, there's differences when you play Claire, but I was like, yeah. I'll come back to it. Yeah. That's, that's what I ended up doing. And I was really glad I came back to it. The, yeah. the unique stuff for Claire is actually really interesting. Like all the stuff mm-hmm. with, uh, Chief Irons and Sherry Birkin, mm-hmm. um, is actually really cool. And, yeah. and like Claire's actress is so good. Like I don't dislike Leon's, but I really, really cared about Claire mm-hmm. largely because of that performance. So yeah, and, and I I think that like because you start B scenario in like the main building, kind of like you I don't start know, it, it kind of skips you past a few things. Yeah, it skips like you past station. the beginning. Yeah, and then and then you have this alternate path. What I didn't like was her primary weapon, which is that big ass revolver. Oh yeah, and yeah. I was like I was like. I just beat the game and I was like feeling this overwhelming sense of joy. And then I'm like, I'm back at the beginning again with a weapon. I don't like, I'll save this for later because my plan is to play Claire B on resident evil two and then play resident evil three. Cause resident evil three is supposed to be super short. It is. It is quite short. Um, that's the, the big complaint people have is that it actually cut content yeah. from, from prior. I think I talked about this. You did. Yeah. Cause it's um, like, Oh wait, no, that's the original. Like so talking about all the things. Here's so the question, Nick, are you going to play uh, part C, which is where you run through as a piece of French toast or whatever the hell that is. Tofu. Tofu, tofu run, tofu. dude. I, so I, I have, I tried playing that, that segment. Um, so there is a, uh, it's called the fourth survivor. It's like an extra mode where you play as hunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, tofu is a skin that is unlockable for that mode. 
um, to replace hunk. It's a hunk of tofu. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I tried playing that and I am very bad at that scenario. You have the stuff that you have at the start and it's kind of a lot of stuff. It's a lot, decent mm-hmm. amount of ammo and grenades and things, but that's it. You cannot pick up more. And so I always found myself running out before the end. It's just like, go through this specific, like linear set of areas. Um, with and a time limit, with, right? Uh, there's no time limit, but oh. you are constrained by the the supplies that you have. Um, you're constrained by the fact that you're a piece of silken tofu? Yes. I. The thing I love about tofu, um, which apparently the story behind it was that they were they had this like generic white block that they were using to test hitboxes in the, the original game, and then and they, they just kind of like left it in. But in this one, they like give it texture like tofu it's like kind of shiny like tofu and don't like hunks come out like if you get bitten like hunks come out of the tofu as you take damage the little bits come out and it jiggles and it's so good it's so delightful um they really have lovingly recreated everything from that that original game um but yeah i'm bad at that section so i probably will never unlock actual tofu i forget what the unlock condition is but i'm sure you have to beat it bullets yeah um punch everything as hunk Yes, right. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that that was great, and that led me to a kind of journey into the the nether reaches of Resident Evil games, specifically Resident Evil Six, which is just absolute garbage. That is one of one of the worst like AAA like major studio games I have ever played. So when Zach and I played it. It wasn't that bad, except for the quick time events. Oh, no, it was bad. It was just fun because yeah. we were together. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it was still bad. I'm clouded. I mean, yeah, my judgment yeah. is clouded. And, and, and so uh, I had a good time because yeah. we were riffing on it the entire time. I just remember the trains and being that was the oh, point yeah. that I was frustrated. Oh, I was that like, was this so is rough. stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you guys played the Leon and Helena campa- campaign, right? We played sure. like yeah. one of the chapters. Or yeah, like you played a little bit because you that like one. play and then it switches, doesn't it? Or do you just play an entire campaign and switch? I don't know. We yeah. haven't played it that long. I feel like we played like one chapter and it took like two hours. Yeah, yeah. Each chapter is like an hour, hour and a half. I've found. Um, we died at the train for like a half hour straight. I don't know. Perfect. Great. Um, Zach died. <laughs> he didn't want to read the thing on the screen that said "Go to the left." It yeah. wasn't me actually. Oh no! It was both. It was yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah know, that I that know. part was was not great. But like that that campaign, I have not finished this game, and maybe I won't because it's bad. But I also kind Coward. of like want do to it. see. I kind of <laughs> just want to know, and I want to have an informed opinion. You don't want to do crazy kung fu takedowns on zombies? That is pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I just do like that. Shoot them in the knee. Do a kung fu takedown. Yeah, and that is cool. And that's one of my favorite things about the game. Is like one of the things I enjoy is the variety of melee moves, like the stomps you can do on. Enemy, enemies that are grounded and so on but um that when i was playing the leon and helena campaign which i finished that and i'm almost done with the chris and piers campaign mm-hmm. um that uh, one's like an action movie right yeah it starts out yeah yeah so so leon and helena is a little more like a regular resident evil game just without the puzzles which is unfortunate like it, it has very light puzzles very very light um, I wonder where this key could be to this locked door. And there's yeah. a glowing thing on the ground right next to the door. So like specifically 
the um, the one that I can think of is you are in a room with a bunch of, of labeled doors that have codes on them that consist of the numbers 0, 1, and 2 in various <laughs> orders. And some of the numbers on the plates uh, that on the labels have fallen off. So you have to guess which one, uh, which code goes to the one that... Uh, that is the way forward, and otherwise you'll un- unlock a door that lets zombies into the area and makes it harder. Like that's the one. Or it puzzle. gives you more targets. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Um, that's the one puzzle I can think of. And so I thought, oh, this is kind of janky, this campaign, but it's kind of fine. Um, but then, as soon as I started playing the Chris and Piers campaign, I realized, oh no, this is actually trash, um, <laughs> because Chris is so out of character like he's such a miserably bad leader and or person mm-hmm. in his characterization characterization in this game and it you fight enemies who often have guns in this game where the cover mechanics are some of the worst i have ever seen um, there's cover mechanics there, there are and, <laughs> and they function differently depending on whether it is chest high cover or full height cover nice um it's I don't even want to get into it. It's just bad. Um, Sounds good. But uh, I do actually really like Piers, the co-op character from from that campaign. But um, it's it's a big dumb action movie, and it's so it's just like mechanically frustrating. There are so many uh, occasions where you just get like stunned and have to stumble for seemingly no reason, just to kind of slow you down and make you feel frustrated i guess i don't remember much about this game except for garrett and i walking through a hallway and seeing people lying on the floor and we're like when we come back they're gonna grab us yeah, yeah. they're gonna be zombies <laughs> and, and every time and you can't shoot them on the way in nope. Nope. because that's not allowed um yeah, which they haven't could, been t-virus activated yet. <laughs> which you could do in the like resident evil 2 remake uh-huh, totally uh-huh. um <laughs> you're a trap blam yeah, blam <laughs> yeah uh but yeah it's it's so bad it is kind of fascinating that it exists uh but i and i kind of i feel like i need to know partly because some of these characters either exist from before or come back later like chris is also characterized at like his characterization in resident evil 8 is like not amazing but it's in a more understandable and and interesting way um and and i i just kind of want to know the main thing uh honestly was that sherry birkin the little girl that you rescue as claire in resident evil 2 is grown up and an agent and one of the playable characters in six um and i thought oh that's cool she seems cool i want to see what she's up to well if the campaigns just get worse you can imagine what it's going to be yeah i really and and yeah she has this like uh generic tough guy uh jack uh, who is the like protagonist? Yeah. Oh, if only, if only. <laughs> He's voiced by Troy Baker, and somehow that doesn't make him likable, which is like unbelievable to me. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I'm I'm curious to play through more of that, but it is definitely suffering as it stands. So yeah, just a, well, a big old Resident Evil tour. Uh, I'll probably play more Resident Evil games. I've realized that I actually really love this franchise, and I kind of want to play all the games in it, even though there are so many that are absolute trash. Yeah, GBA. Play that one. Yeah. <laughs> or Resident Evil Deadly Silence, the DS port Wait, of RE1. Are you saying that... It, there, were, there was a... Are you talking about Gaiden? 
Which is oh, the Game, Game Boy, Boy Color game. Sorry, Game Boy. That game's great, actually. Oh. It's really good. It looks Play- terrible. Like, when you go to shoot stuff, yeah, it goes no, in the first person. It's not like, it's a Game Boy game, so, like, give it some slack. But it's actually, like, pretty fun. Yeah. First playable appearance no. of Barry Burton. Yeah. I will give it no slack. Yeah, okay. no, I remember I played that game, actually, when it was somewhat new. Oh. I borrowed it from a friend. I no, never played a Resident Evil game before. Whoa. I... I I thought it was pretty fun. Do you have that game? No, it's okay. very expensive. Okay. <laughs> okay. I figured. Cool. I, I kind of want to track a copy down one way or another to check it out at this it, point. Yeah, so it's I'm, rather expensive, I believe, these days. But um, That's a shame. Uh, but maybe you could barter fringe style for it. You could get like a whole crate of denim, and you could boil yeah. your own denim. You could trade it. Yeah. Maybe you could become a crab man, and you could just like fish crab and trade some crab for oh, a GBA game. I thought you meant like... Clap, clap. No, I no, no, not crab, crab man. No, I don't think I don't think crabs clap, dude. No, they don't. They absolutely do. <laughs> have you have you seen crab rave? They absolutely clap. Yes, <laughs> I've seen crab battle. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, crab battle is very good. <laughs> Speaking of Kojima games, shut your noise. If you, if you haven't watched crab battle, go Google it. It's a real old video. <laughs> yeah, God. it's from from the Newgrounds days. Yeah, back back when uh, Aaron Hansen was Ego Raptor and not like a game grump. <laughs> well, we've got in chat, we've got a definitive answer. Uh, crabs snap like they're at a jazz concert. Uh, so they're not uh, clapping. They're amazing. Snapping. They're, sna- they're not clapping. They're snapping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Classic. Well, Garrett. <laughs> huh? Yes. Please take, take us away from the Resident Evil 6 nightmare. No, nothing. No, so, no. I, play, I played. Uh, something port, steer us back. Again. Something port, steer us back. <laughs> yeah. uh, I played the Resident Evil 4 remake demo. Yeah. And I it thought was, about it. It was very good. But is I want to. I want to go in hundred percent blind. Nice. I mean, the thing is, is it's the most iconic part of the opening that totally. you play, and yeah. it's only like yeah, yeah. it's less than twenty minutes, like from start to finish. Yeah, and um, it's, it's very well recreated. I yeah. played through through it like once. Um, it's really nice. There's a part. There's the part where you rescue the dog from the bear trap, and instead the dog is just like shredded in pieces. And I really hope that's not the case in the main game. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. It, it was. It. I haven't played Resident Evil 4 in so long that it's like I remember the beats, but I didn't remember exactly what to do or where things were. And like as things were happening, uh, I'm being very cryptic for people that don't want it spoiled. But um, as things happened, it was kind of like you have to react to it. But you also have this like joy wave of nostalgia hitting you. And you're like, oh, but shit, there's things coming after me. I got <laughs> yeah. to keep moving because like yeah. if you stand still in some of those action, you will die actions, uh-huh. you will you will just die. But yeah, it's, it's recreate recreated very, very well. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to dive into it, but it's going to be a little bit um, before yeah, four I four days. No. Uh, no, I'm just saying it comes out in four yeah, days. Yeah, it comes out in four two. days. Two days. Isn't it the 25th? Uh, no, that's a Saturday. It is the 23rd. I'm sorry. Anyway. 24th. Uh, but, uh, Sometime. Nick is more than likely going to be streaming it, so if you yeah. if you want to watch him play it, he's going to be streaming it on no the No offense, Nick. I'm not going to watch. That's fine. Because I don't want it spoiled. I, I, I completely <laughs> understand that. Um, I'm going to pull a Kale and do <laughs> for the analytics and then like log in and do uh, that. <laughs> nice. I, I very much want to play this game. As yeah. soon as I get my hands on it, I will probably pick up the PS5 version because I was reading about the cool adaptive trigger stuff it does. Oh. I hope that... And oh. I, and I'm worried that my PC couldn't run it well enough. So mm. that's. I mean, it's the RE mm. engine, so it's super flexible. Yeah. But I'm gonna you know. have to try hooking up my PS4 or PS5 controller to my PC and see if it does the thing, uh, because that would be cool. Because I bought it on PC already. Oh, I, I was reading a review on the game, just like skimming it specifically because I was trying to figure out what version should mm. I get. Like, w- will it matter? Um, yeah. And anything. The only thing I look for these days is does it do stuff with the, with the triggers? And cool. It was saying that. 
different weapons like if you fire a shotgun it feels like you know heavy and, and chunky and mm, if you fire okay. like a machine gun it's light and it's like the and, stuff that call of duty does and yeah kind of and then also it makes use of like this like if you've played astro's playroom you know like when it was raining like the little plink 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 that the controller does little vibrations and stuff it does stuff yeah. like that so yeah cool just enhances it's not you know required by any means but i'm gonna play mm. it on pc yeah. Nice. Well, you don't have what, what it comes up. Yeah, uh, I do because I, mean, I can, for PS5, I can go I buy a PS5 right now. You could, uh-huh. but, but you're I, not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because I can wait for Ragnarok, which I was really excited for, but I knew it's not going to come out on PC for at least a year, probably not two. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Resident Evil 4 uh, demo is out. It's called the Chainsaw Demo. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Check it out if you're mildly interested in the game, because I feel like enough games, especially of this caliber, don't come out with demos or trials anymore. Totally. It's like yeah. spend seventy dollars on this thing now. Yeah. Um, and so, this is sixty on PC, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, ten bucks off on PC. And yeah. uh, and demo. So the demo's on everything. It's on um, Xbox Series, PS5, and PC. Yeah, um, like it's. I I was among the people who was thinking like, why bother remaking Resident Evil Four? It mm-hmm. it's so like modern by comparison to two and three. Um, but but then like playing this demo really sold me on the concept of it because it's just a it is a loving recreation and modernization of a game that I didn't realize was 18 years old. Yeah, that game can vote. Yeah, right. My God, it, it's old and also we old. Yes. <laughs> but the um, the other thing that I did with my time this weekend was um, uh, organized a fight night. We uh, actually credit goes to Chip because Chip was just like, how about we play this Saturday? And I was like, OK, I'll get as many people as we can to play on Saturday. Yeah. Play Guilds Gear Strive. Because <laughs> Which is a lot. <laughs> we're yeah, we're, we're signed up um, to play at Evo because this would be the, the first competition that I've like ever done. Um, same with same with Chip, too, for for this game. So I'm um, really excited. And he's like, let's practice. Let's try to get as many people as we can on what well, first. I didn't know how big the lobby sizes are because I never had filled them before. <laughs> Apparently, the number is ten, uh, and after ten, it's like tough. You just have to wait for your like your rotation. So, throughout the night, I totaled fifteen people, but some people came on, dropped off. Like Nick came on and played for a little bit, and we were just mm-hmm. doing some like friendly casual matches um, between people. But like the lobby was full, and everybody didn't want to like wait in the line and watch matches. Everybody was having their own matches and like talking shit and like picking different <laughs> characters and it was it was amazing and um for for people that, who don't know me personally i used to run something called um called fight it was just called fight night and i would have it once a month and i started it back in like 2017 and hosted it here at my house and <laughs> would do a once a month tournament and i picked the first game which was dragon ball fighters on launch nice and then um whoever won who uh got a little yeah got a little trophy that i made with some spray paint dollar store action figures and a block of wood (laughs) nice and i would just print their name off in the game and then they got to keep the trophy for a month and then they would they the champion would pick the game and you couldn't pick the same game with uh, it had to be at least 12 competitions away so we didn't get a lot of repeat yeah exactly so we we would have the only thing somewhat close was two different versions of soul caliber yeah we did soul caliber 2 which zach was the champion of yeah zach beat Skyler into the ground with Voldo. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but we had really good... I, I, it was something that was a dream of mine um, because I always loved fighting games and I just didn't have people to enjoy it with. So I created my own community around it yeah. and it ended up being really fun. Well, pandemic happened. That shut down. Life changes. That kind of stuff shut down. So I created a Discord channel and slowly have pulled people in, um, You know, played various different games with people and 
pretty much like half of the channel, which has like 40 people in it, showed up on on Saturday night. Yeah. And I said, hey, we've got enough people. Do you want me to run a bracket? And like most of the people go, what's a bracket? I've never oh, actually my. watched competitive fighting games before. Whoa. I don't know all this stuff that happens. And so I go, great, set up a bracket, um, set up match match pairings, and we went through the whole thing. And uh, one of the guys on there who, who I've actually met in person a couple times, friend of a friend, he was just getting wasted on tequila and just started <laughs> commentating, which was some of the best, like, um, like near professional level commentating. He like had the jokes. He knew about the moves. He could talk about the game, knew, knew what everybody was going to do and kind of like, not the meta, but in, in, if you're ever watching commentary for anything, you have to have some level of knowledge about the game itself to be able to describe what's going on and like riff off of it, make jokes, totally. talk, talk about it and, and hype it up. And, and like understand what yeah. somebody is trying to do with exactly. them telling you what they're trying to do. And it was so exciting. I felt the feeling that I had only felt by being at Evo with other people who were enjoying <laughs> the same thing and, and being super excited about it. So it really energized me. We had, we had an amazing, it went to... Uh, grand finals, um, the loser out of grand finals reset the grand finals back bracket. So then that means hey. they had to win. They had to win again three times to actually win it all. They they ended up losing from from losers bracket. But oh my gosh, it was so exciting and it was kind of everything that I live for with competitive fighting games and and uh, uh, just fighting games in general. It was a bunch of friends having a good competition, like testing your skills, learning from each other, like adapting in real time, and like. It felt like a, as much of a tournament setting as you could make it. Just everybody individually sitting in their rooms, <laughs> connecting over the internet. Yeah. But it was it was an amazing experience. Um, I don't know how frequently I'm going to run it, but I'm going to start doing more because it was yeah. it was so much fun. I, and, I'd love to see like uh, especially this happen on Fightcade because like the 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 thing that I have always wanted since you've told me about the fight nights was. Um, to uh he wants play. to make people play criticom oh that's a, that's a that's great a bad idea. one um, my what i wanted to do was win and make people play capcom versus snk2 my mm-hmm. absolute favorite yeah but that's on fightcade so we could just do that yeah you can just do yeah you can just do it doesn't require everybody to have the game which is uh-huh. one of the problems with doing a fight night and having everybody remote yeah and as i was explained to everybody i would love to have everybody over uh, but it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work to like prep your place to ha- host that many people and like run a physical bracket. I would much yeah. rather like pie in the sky like idea would be running it somewhere else. But then you need to like bring all the equipment and everybody yeah. has to have all the stuff. And depending on how many players, you have to have multiple consoles, multiple versions of the game, or yeah. multiple PCs. It's just, it's a lot. So being able to run it remote is easy because most of the setup, I've already done it. You know how to stream, yeah. you know how to um, you know open up a bracket, alt tab out of stuff, um, and you don't really have to do a whole lot of setup. So it takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of work, but I think that these remote ones we can definitely do. We're gonna do more Guilty Gear Strive because several of the people who played are gonna be playing in Evo and, and want yeah. to practice that, but I'm down for having um, other ones too. Street Fighter Six. Yeah, nope. Street Fighter Six. No. Nope. Vetoed. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter Six. I mean, we'll have two months to prepare for that. So um, yeah. uh, I'll definitely run Street Fighter Six, but it's something that's early. Um, 
I, I've come to realize that like if I pick up and dedicate more time to one hobby, uh, time has to drop out of somewhere. So yeah. I'm going to have to give up or severely reduce time on another hobby. So it's making... I've got it. Make it huh? I've got it. You've got what? You're going to reduce time in your hobby sleep. Yes. No, That's I can't. the one. <laughs> too, I too, can't. too low already. No, my job is too demanding to do that. <laughs> like my actual, like, yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to get between uh, like six to seven hours a day. That's, that's it. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, it was, it was really, really fun. Um, if you fast forwarded because I started talking about fighting games and specifically Guilty Gear, no, you it, it was it was they just marked the spot on their bingo board. Went, it, mm, it was a scrub for it a little bit. It was a good time, and um, people asked, people did ask who listened to the show and everything. They're like, oh, are you gonna like stream it, stream the competition on co-ops and something? I'm not gonna do that, and I just I want to say that not as like a diss to like this thing, but it's different. Like yeah. the fighting game and co-ops are like different things, and people might be intermixed and stuff. It's got its own separate thing. So if I ever stream it, I'm gonna stream it on a different platform. You can just ask, or not a different platform, but well, we'll in talk a different about channel. It. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, um, but we're gonna start doing that stuff. I don't know if it's going to be monthly. I don't know if it's going to be semi-annually. Uh, who knows? But who knows? it was fun enough for me to be like, I'm going to do this more. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very well, cool. I, I tuned in for a minute just to watch. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I the guy who won, I believe, Azure, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Azure, yeah. He makes some insane reads, dude. Like, I was just, like, watching uh, it. I was like, how the flip did you even... And, and like, yeah. he he's like, this isn't even my main game. <laughs> DNF, like, right? this is... No, his oh. main game is uh, Melty Blood. <laughs> oh, interesting. His main game is Melty Blood, but the, but the thing is, is, like, if you have good, solid fundamentals in fighting games, um, that will carry your skill f f way farther and way faster than anything else because there are some universal mechanics between all of them. You know, yeah. it's not like you can be like, I'm good at Call of Duty, so I'm going to take my Call of Duty skills and be good at Rocket League. Like, that's just not going to happen. Those, yeah, or, or even like... <laughs> those I, are I'm equivalent, I don't know. <laughs> or even like, I'm going to take my Call of Duty skills and be good at Halo. Like, that yeah, doesn't that doesn't happen. Exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, so, some like very minor things like, oh, yeah, I'm not even aiming. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But but with fighting games, if you know a few things and, and you follow a few principles and, and um, you know, there there's something to be said about skill uh, on the fundamental level rather than just like knowing all of these really cool combos because yeah. you can know all these really cool combos. But if you don't know how to open up an opponent, you're never going to do a really cool combo against yeah. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's always the most fun to me is the like footsies part of like, like figuring out how to get a hit in. And yeah. I don't really like, like f spending all the time in the lab to figure out combos. So like Samurai Showdown has always been one of my favorite series because it's very much about like your, your heavy normal does like 40% of your opponent's so life. Ridiculous. And so it's about getting a few good hits in rather yeah. than necessarily having combos. And, mm. um, and, and the, so that's the kind of thing that I enjoy. And I'm kind of learning that I need to gravitate towards characters that are heavier hitters like that. Um, because I'm just never going to care about learning combos necessarily yeah well we so already like established zangief. you're going to be a potemkin main Z zangief and potemkin yeah i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking um uh, what's the what's the the wrestler lady in uh, in six marissa yeah she's not a grappler what no she's not a grappler oh no um uh who is it the ballerina she's a grappler oh uh, yeah. okay yeah 
Yeah, Marissa is not a. She's a. She's a. She's just big. She's not a shoto. She's just a big. She's a brawler or whatever. Um, she does have like a command grab, but she has one. Okay, and so she, she's like a Laura. Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. so like a, a character with a command grab, but with other stuff going on mostly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I look forward to figuring out who my character will mm-hmm. be in six. I do really think Jamie looks super cool, but yeah, I don't know if I will have the skill to play him. J- J- yeah, Jamie's a, a combo character. Well, I mean, and that's the thing is when you're talking about combos, if you'll let me stand on my fighting game pedestal. Is you don't you're need to, it, man, you don't right? you don't necessarily need to know combos, but your defense better be top notch because yeah. you need to block everything. Mm-hmm. The the thing where people where most people fall with combos and being successful with combos is that it's all about seizing the opportunity and practicing the combo is about doing as much damage when you have that opportunity totally. and knowing what hit you lead off of. Like it, like for Guilty Gear, if uh-huh. I lead with a punch what is going to chain off a of punch yeah. and what is the timing that I need to go from punch, kick, slash, heavy slash. Well, they don't, it's, they don't it's have very, Gatling combos in right. Strive, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because it's very different based on a punch, which is very quick, mm-hmm. versus like a heavy slash where you're more likely to have time to set up something. Or like Street Fighter where, you know, medium, medium is like, a one frame combo link like yeah. that you have to make. And if you don't hit it on that frame, it, it will push the character back and they'll have an opportunity to block. So it's, it's one of those things that's really, really hard. So focusing on defense is like, yeah. is a good strategy because not being able to be opened up and being able to know when you can counter, yeah. you know, uh, it, we saw, we saw live people reacting to it in the, the strive tournament. There's a character biking and she has a, um, a command counter. So she does this command counter and it does 20, or no, it does, yeah, like a little bit more than 25% damage. Ooh. So four counters kills a character. Yeah. And so one person was just like spamming a move over and over again, like opening up a character and doing a lot of damage and being successful. And somebody adapted real, real time and was just like, if I do four counters, I win or three yeah. counters and a punch, I win. Yeah. So they just countered the opponent and learned that. So, and, and that's the kind of stuff that was the most exciting. And, and I think the most accessible uh, part of watching the Evo uh, Street Fighter finals. Because, um, like, Lauren, uh, who went with us uh, and is not super into uh, fighting games, um, I was going to say games in general, but she is super into games, but she's more super into game, where she plays a thing religiously, which is currently Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, no more Rim, rim, rim World? Wow. Yeah, so Bob, it's, Bob, Bob. it's it's been Rim World. There was a really great Sims 4 expansion that came out recently, so it's a little bit Sims now. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but yeah, she'll, she'll like focus in on a game, but that has never been a fighting game. But she said, like, watching the Street Fighter finals, I could tell that like you could watch people learn the the opponent's patterns in real time yeah. and watch the momentum shift as they got to know each other and then realized they needed to adapt and then adapt adapted to do something different and then learned about the adaptations and yeah yeah good stuff yeah it's 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 everything that i love about it and it and it makes me really excited to play games um so i'm i'm excited to continue that excited to get other people excited about what i like and have it be not a pain in the ass to do so <laughs> it, it's it's going to be uh um more frequent so i, I do love the vibe of an in-person uh, fighting game oh, thing. Oh, for sure. And so I, I hope that we do like some kind of in-person thing at some point. But 
but it is a yeah. huge pain. So it is. Yeah. It, it will be like people designated to help and people designated to like oh, do stuff sure. and a space that is not my home. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. is, is not going to be, well, it's not going to be here. I volunteer to be a helper and all right. Help pick he, up the pizza. He volunteers the host. Oh no. <laughs> uh, you've seen my place in the background of, of the, the live stream shots. It's not suitable for, human occupation. you can get like 30 people in there it's not suitable for human occupation <laughs> live there. yeah i i i am uh i have a lot of plates spinning at once at all times and so i always have kind of a mess as all my projects are, are around but if I'm, you're only spinning one big plate yeah <laughs> then you'll be fine yeah like a like a pizza man it's been a big or something something else that's flat that you could spin on one finger but probably don't want to drop in damage a magazine Potentially. It'd be really hard. That was a great segue. I'm going to ruin your segue, though, before we get into this. I want to plug for those watching live or if you happen to listen to this before this weekend, you can tune in and watch Garrett's heartbreak as I make him play a bunch of baseball games. Why is my heart going to break? Because you're going to have to play a bunch of baseball games. That's fine. I'm (laughs) going to be hanging out with you. Is there going to be... I'm going to drink beer. Ooh, one of those has to be RBI baseball, so at least you'll have a good time for like... Three of them are. Half an hour, at least. Three of them are. (laughs) 20. I think the count was 20. (sighs) What, are we going to play like one inning of each? We'll see. (laughs) What do you mean we'll see? We'll see. I'm going to lug my CRT here. We're going to do it right, so... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) My heart will break by the amount of time I have to sit down and witness these yeah. terrible, what? crunchy baseball games. Oh. What uh, what time is that going to be? Noon. Okay. Pacific. Mm. I may be busy at a tabletop game tournament, but... Just watch while you play. I will... Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will uh, definitely watch the um, the archive because I'm very excited to see how this goes. It's uh, So I collected all these games a while ago, and I've been meaning to play them all back to back to back and figure out which one's the best. So that's the idea. I think I'll be the best judge of that. Yeah. Great. I think that you're too biased. Maybe. No, Do any of them have Ken and or Griffey in the title? Oh. No. Oh. Okay, then and you're the not And the reason biased. is there is one that is officially licensed, uh-huh. but it's just teams. Oh. No uh-huh. players. It, wait, is there is there the Randy Johnson bird hitting simulator? Oh, actually, there is there is <laughs> yeah. a Roger Clemens game, but I think it's just him. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like there's like 20 and teams, Bo, but and only Bo Jackson, one. And a Bo Jackson. But again, I think Jackson. it's just play. Yeah. It's like individual player. Not yeah, like, like, like Bill Lambeer's combat basketball. Yeah, I have the game. Oh, you do? I'm pretty sure I do. That's great. I, I love that because I, I didn't realize this, but apparently that guy actually like had a reputation for on-court aggression. And so it was just making a joke of how he would actually turn real basketball into combat basketball. Oh, that's funny. I didn't so know that. that's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, 12, uh, Saturday the 25th, tune into our Twitch. If you're watching, you're already there. Yep. Yeah. If you're listening, twitch.tv slash co-ops podcast. Uh, I'm going to bring my NES. We're going to bring a CRT. We're going to do this the, the right way. And uh, we're going to probably spend at least 50 minutes trying to get the fucking games to work. <laughs> so uh, be prepared. Uh, That's why you're coming over early. <laughs> oh, it's each time you put in one, dude. What? It's get NES. A, Don't you know how this works? Get a little air spray can so you can blow it out every time. Make Garrett lick the pins to. Hey. I'm gonna clean them all before I come, though, so they're at least prepped as as well as they can be. So. Cool. If they don't work on the third try, we're moving to another game. <laughs> yeah, it goes it goes in the fucked up pile. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the maybe we'll come back to a yeah. pile. It's it's yeah. funny. I've had um, 
I've had some experience with having to blow on cartridges with my uh, analog pocket because every once in a while the GBA cartridges will get some dust yep. and not not read. Yeah, I got alcohol swabs, I'm my gonna, guy. I'm gonna bust out yeah. the the IPA, not beer, but isopropyl, and uh, some Q-tips. I'm gonna swab all them yeah. them cartridges. I'm Ooh. gonna clean out. I'm gonna prep my my nes and everything we're gonna yeah. get ready to go right. hell yeah uh safety and beard says i'll set up a tv at the office for the customers to watch <laughs> yeah you can just watch me scream at it it's like a sports bar it's yeah like, exactly why'd you throw it there <laughs> um so uh in lieu of news this week i thought it would be fun um i had two different people suggest this to me so i figured oh we'll, we'll do this and it was uh, for those who don't know, I collect old magazines, specifically Nintendo Power. Hell yeah! And they said you should read something out of them, and uh, that's what the bookmark is for. And so I, I picked something. This is the uh, volume forty-six of Nintendo Power. We've got Ooh. Tiny Toon Adventures oh. Buster Bust Loose on the cover here. You know, I thought you were going to make another game of it and have us guess review scores for. Oh, you're you're right on the money. Hey. Oh <laughs> but, no! Uh, this this particular issue I only picked. Okay. Um, because <laughs> it is the March 1993 issue, so it's it's the month we're in is March, right? That's the only I was, reason okay. I picked this. Game. I was three. That, that's that's the year I was born. I was, <laughs> oh man, I, I was born like eight months later. So flipping through this, Nine. I was like, okay, what what do I? I was looking for either something that was really fun because if you if you've ever looked at one of these old magazines, the the um, the copy is very funny. It's it's yeah. written very strangely compared to today. It's delightful. But this, love, this had a great uh, section in here that I found that I bookmarked. It's the Nintendo Power Awards of 92, the Nesters. And, um, oh, boy. So I'm going to make you guys guess a little bit, and we'll, we'll see what you get right. It's just, uh, let's see how many pages this is. I think it's just two. I don't know what nope, came out three. in 93. So keep in mind, yeah. this is Nintendo Power, uh, so it's only Nintendo games. 93 might have been right around the time of the Super Nintendo. Yep, Super Nintendo did exist at this time. So you've got but barely NES, Game Boy, and Super Nintendo. Okay. okay. This so, is outside my wheelhouse, but that's fine. I'm just going to read this here. Uh, we okay. got Thank You, Thank You. Yes, it's that time again. Time for the Nestor Awards to be given to the best games of 1992. The judges <laughs> deliberated for days while choosing the nominees. Now it's up to you, the faithful gamers, to choose the best of the best. Cast votes for your favorite game in each category and send them in to us. So we don't actually know who won. Oh, that's I'm going to have to find the follow-up. But I want cool. I, this is the nominees. Oh, were, oh were, okay. okay great. So, for graphics and sound, what do you think? Do you, do you have any guesses? Any, out of any of those consoles, we're not going to go through each Only one. because I see it on the... Oh no! But that—that's an upcoming release. The so it Star can't Fox. be Star Fox. It can't be Star Fox because Star Fox is Star coming. Fox is not on here. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, let's see. Early, early, early graphics. Super Nintendo. It, games. You, you can pick from any of the three consoles. So they're they're separated out. Okay. okay. Uh, I mean, Super Mario World was a launch game, right? So. Yep, it's not on here. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> well, when did oh it come out? Oh my god, Garrett! I'll give you a hint. Mm. One of the games on this list. I bought from you. Ooh. Oh, you bought from me? Yeah. Oh, is, um, is it... Um, Dragon Ball something. <laughs> no. Uh, I bought super, very few games. Super Star Wars? It is Super yeah. Star Wars. Oh, I love Super Star... Yeah. Oh, man. Super Star Wars. When I was a kid, I got a Super Nintendo at a garage sale, and one of the small handful of games that came with it was Super Star Wars. So that I game is hard. It's, it's hard as balls. I could not get past, like, stage two, so but tough. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had a few games... Um, 
I had I bought I bought a total Super of three Mario games from World, you. Yep, that Earthworm was the other one. Jim Two. Yep, those are all three. And yeah, 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 <laughs> Damn. yeah. Those are the three that I had. Garrett's like, I don't even have a Super Nintendo anymore. Do you want to buy these? Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't remember what happened to it. Ooh, yeah. Noodles has a good su- suggestion. F Zero is that on there? F Zero is not on here. That's a mm. that is a great Mode Seven showcase. So um, we're not going to guess too long on these. I'll just okay. give you the number one from each category. So for Super Nintendo, The Adams Family. No, 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 no. What? For Game Boy, Batman, Return of the Joker. <laughs> and for NES, we have Darkwing Duck. What? Very, okay. Um, very strange. All right. Very strange. Cool. Uh, Super Star Wars was number five. Okay. Number five? So for Man. theme and Way fun. Way Darkwing Duck. For theme and fun. What makes a game fun? It's usually a combination of game elements, but it's hard to say exactly. Thanks, oh, Nestor. Thanks. Thanks. Wow. Um, so we've got, uh, I'm just going to tell you these ones. Uh, for NES, we've got Krusty's Funhouse beating out <laughs> Mega Man 4. Okay. Oh, okay. We have I guess at least it's not two or three. Bionic Commando for the Game Boy. Okay, that's a Beating out port. Kirby's Dreamland. That that's and, a sin. and Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. I don't uh, know how that works. Huh. For Super Nintendo, I do agree it is a link to the past, which oh, is okay. incredible. Oh, okay. Wait, but how did that not win for art? It's fine. You know what beat Street Fighter 2, the World Warrior, Garrett? Uh-oh. What? Mario Paint. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Power can suck my balls. <laughs> the most influential fighting game of all time. Lost to a painting, a digital painting game. The most influential mouse game for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> the only yeah, mouse game. There's two. Yes, I know there's two. Know there's probably more than two. But, but it doesn't matter. There's two I know of. It's dumb. Oh, All right. Wow. For challenge, People we People have... used it for music rather than painting. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's how bullshit that is. Wow. For challenge, we have, uh, again, the Addams Family. Okay. We have Batman Return of the Joker and Darkwing Dunk. The exact same as graphics and sound. That's weird. For play control... Rigged. No matter how great a game may look and sound, if you can't control your characters very well, huh. your appreciation of the game will be limited. Here, here I'm going to guess that Mega Man 4 got better. Mega score. Man 4 did not. Oh. Well, I guess, so let me let me be clear. These are nominations, but they are okay. numbered. So I'm, You're reading them in I'm reading order. them in numeric okay. order. I, that, that might not actually matter. It might not. But The fact got, that Adam's Family is in the top of multiple categories. Adam's Family is not in play control, Ooh. so it must play like ass. I, I wonder... If they're alphabetical, they are not. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's fine. they are actually. <laughs> ah, there we go. But why that's are why. they numbered? Anyway, the, I just uh, like, I, I enjoyed okay. making Garrett mad, so it's fine. Okay, that's cool. There we go. The good games don't get voted. <laughs> we don't need to look at those. Okay. Best hero. Wait, 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 wait. Best hero. Wait, we don't have to look at those. They're just. It's more of the same. Oh, okay. okay, okay, cool. okay. So this is best hero. These are not. By, this is any system. Oh. Best hero from best any system. Hero. Interesting. Best hero. I mean, I feel like Link. Yep, is probably up there. Sonic like... has got to be on there. Yeah. Nintendo Power. <laughs> you said from any system. Any but any Nintendo. Oh, any Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. That would be hilarious. Sonic was the enemy in 1993. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I was like, <laughs> when you said any system, I was like, why would no, they do any that? Any of those three. Any systems. of the Nintendo systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. okay. They uh, they yeah. did not separate. Link was one of them. Link, cool. Um, was Mario? No, no Mario. Did did that come out in '91? I feel like they must i don't know when the super nintendo came out i can't remember okay wario did wario land <laughs> <No. 2 laughs> like come out like, wario's woods wario's woods Ooh. um yeah wow yoshi um, no kirby no fuck if kirby's dreamland came two, out two characters from street fighter are on this list Ooh, ryu and ken it? neither of them what blanca nope e honda no zangief no. chun li 
Yes. Hey. What the God. What? And Guile. And Guile. Okay. Okay. I, I was going to guess characters from Garrett, Super. Garrett's so mad right now. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we have, uh, rounding out the list, we have Mega Man and Darkwing Duck. Best hero, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> okay. I sure. Fine. Fine. Um, I'm not going to read the, the all the uh, best or worst villains, but oh. uh, hey. uh, we have M. Bison's on there. Cool. That's good. So, yeah, Wait, that, was he on best or worst? Well, it's it's best or like worst? worst? Are they yeah. the worst people? Oh, Bison um, is the worst. Yes. Okay. Dictator is the worst. I think worst. this one's interesting. Mm-hmm. We have the most innovative games Street for Fighter the 2. Super Nintendo. Street Fighter 2. Not on the list. Just end everything. <laughs> yes. Just Dark take that. I'm going to set that, that magazine on game. fire so that there's one less record. This is all Super Nintendo. Okay. So, so you said most influential. Most innovative. Innovative. Okay. It isn't often that a game comes along and catches everyone's attention because of and, its originality. And invents a fucking genre. The games nominated in this category <laughs> use the newest video game technologies and programming <laughs> perspectives to give video game fans a refreshing change. I hate you, Nintendo Power. Oh, my God. With every fiber of my being. I love that you chose the one that Street Fighter 2 was up for because anything it doesn't, doesn't <laughs> you win. You motherfuckers, you do. Oh, I love smoothies. <laughs> I so love smoothies, yeah. You did this just to you torture did. me. <laughs> So let me let me. We've got uh, beating out Street Fighter Two for nominations. We have Uh-oh. Super Faceball Two Thousand, <laughs> <laughs> a game no one has heard of. Out of this world. Oh, NCAA Wait. Basketball, Mario Kart, and okay. everyone's favorite Mario Paint. Oh, more more right. innovative than Super Street Fighter. Actually, just Street Fighter Two. I don't think Super was out yet. Super Faceball. What the hell is that? <laughs> Super Faceball. Oh, best sports game nobody uh, cares about except me, so I won't read it. Oh, it's it's a first-person shooter. What was the? that a Super Scope game? Uh, let's see. While you look that up, we have the final category here of oh. nominations: best overall, worst magazine, best, Nintendo Power, best one. overall. Each of these has seven nominations. Fucking. So we have about five minutes left. I'm gonna, we're going to see how many you guys can guess. Okay. Super you, Street Fighter or Street Fighter So we'll two. start with Super Nintendo. Street, oh, Street Fighter, Fighter 2, 2 is one of them. I, I was distracted by Super I really Baseball. wished it wasn't, but it was. What? Um, what we're uh, doing Super Nintendo Best Overall. Best Overall. Okay. There's seven total. I want to see how many you guys Link can Link to get. the Past. That's another. We got two. Okay. Fanta- Darkwing Duck. That's NES. <laughs> oh, okay. Fine. Oh, Adam's Family? Adam's Family is not on here. Wow. <laughs> what? Well, we, we've established it wasn't good. It's just pretty, apparently. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. It's a trophy wife game. I, you, oh, you know, I've actually seen that game because I've watched a speed run of it. I have the NES Adam's Family. Mario Paint. Bad. Oh, that's the yes. one I've watched. <laughs> Mario, Paint. Mario Kart. Man, they're... Mario Kart. Super Mario Kart. They're <laughs> real hot on Mario yeah. Paint. We got okay. four out of seven. Four out of seven. Uh, okay. Games that might have come out in 92. Early, early Super Nintendo. Um, One of them has already been mentioned on here before. F zero, no. Mm-mm. Mentioned on here before. Uh, uh, you're winking at me. I don't fucking know what you it's mean. One of the three I bought from you. Oh, oh Super Star Wars. Super Star. Super Wars. Star. Okay, 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 yeah, two okay. left. Two that, that have out. not been mentioned. Okay, but you both know what these games are. We both guaranteed. Oh, what one. was that Super Nintendo game that got remade on Switch that was like uh, uh, cross between like. Uh, an adventure game and then like a city building simulator. Oh, the oh, one that Actraiser, not that. It's not Actraiser. Oh, I love Actraiser. That's, that's that uh, Final Fantasy. Trash. Is there nope. a Final Fantasy on there? Nope. Okay. Mm, Mega Man. Nope. 
I'll give you each one more guess Fuck. so we can move on. Uh, okay, Super Nintendo, 1992. I'm not a gaming historian, so I'm, I'm any guess that I'm going to guess is a throwaway. How about uh, this? I'll give you each a hint. One of them is a third in a series, and one is a fourth in a series. Okay. Does that help at all? Uh he already said no Final Fantasy, so no Final Fantasy three, which would be six. Correct. Um, one is a third. And this is for Super Nintendo. Fourth. Super Nintendo. Okay, uh, so it's not Mario three. Uh, Mario World. Nope. No, it's a three. that would be a fourth. But that would, oh, that would qualify, yeah, that would but it's not that. That's uh, probably was fourth? in the previous year's it, best of, is my guess. Dragon Warrior four. That is an NES game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know very little about the very very early years a of Super three Nintendo. Three and a four. What would it be? One more guess, and I'll tell you the answer. Yeah, if it's if it's not Mega Man, it's not Mario, it's not it's not fucking East or whatever. East Mega Man would be NES at this point. It's not Final Fantasy. Yeah, one through four were NES games. One through six. Oh Jesus, that's right. One through six. Yeah. Third and fourth in a. I'm just gonna tell you so we can move on. We've got Contra Three, The Alien Wars, okay, TMNT Four, Turtles in Time. Whoa, that was the fourth. That was yeah. That was the fourth. Damn. So uh, okay, those are both cool for Game Boy. I don't think either of you know enough about Game no. Boy. Would that be fair to say? Probably, probably I, not. Like Donkey Kong is my guess, but that was a '91 game. That so. was a '94 game. What? That's why it's called Donkey Kong '94. Oh, I thought it was called Donkey Kong '91. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm just. Done. Uh, I'll just, just rattle fine. these off: Batman: Return of the Joker, Bionic Commando, Kirby's Dream Land, Looney Tunes, Mega Man 2, Prince of Persia, and Super Mario Land 2. Oh, I forgot that they made Mega Man for NES. Again, seven nominations here. Darkwing Duck. That is one of them. Hey. <laughs> Mega Man. Four. Uh, four, yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Super Mario 3. Nope. <laughs> I don't know when that came out. <laughs> A lot earlier than this. <laughs> yeah, it's like 90, I want to say. Um, hmm. Nick, you said one of them in the Super Nintendo category on accident. Oh, that's and right. Dragon Warrior 4. That is one of them. Hey. Pass. Pass. <laughs> We've got Spider-Man: Return of the Sinister Six. Okay, that's TMNT right. three. Sure. Wait. The Empire Strikes Back and Krusty's uh, Funhouse. Okay, I would not have gotten any of those. TMNT three came out the, in the same year Project. as TMNT four. Oh, that's right, that one. Yeah, yeah, I think it's because four. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Turtles in Time was an arcade game, right? Correct. Sounds and right. I don't think Manhattan Project was. Yeah, that's no. correct. That is because it was Turtles in Time and. TMNT, TMNT. Uh, 2 for the NES was yeah. the arcade game. Mm-hmm. And and then Tournament Fighters was Super Nintendo and Genesis only, right? And NES. And NES. What? Yeah. There's three versions of it. Yeah. I, I need to pick up that uh, TMNT collection that came out recently. Cowbunga. It's Cowbunga. good. After playing Sh- Shredder's Revenge, I'm like, you're good. I Yeah, I don't need the, to play any of the other ones. The, I think the Cowbunga collection has the cool Game Boy Advance, like Fall of the Foot Clan game. Or not mm. Game Boy Advance, but Game Boy Fall of the Foot Clan games. I think. I'm not oh, sure. That's interesting. I, I just think Tournament Fighters is cool. And then you can play the most broken character in all fighting games, Ivanus. Yeah. Shaq? <laughs> From Shaq-Fu? Shaq isn't even that good in Shaq-Fu. No, he wasn't. That game is bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Anyway, that was just I thought that was a fun little section. I'm going to look through. I didn't have a ton of that's time to cool. look and find a, a, something funny to read, but I'll... I'll uh, Find one for next time. I'm right. I'm excited to do more of this, and I'm kind of curious to see. Um, I'll have to come and visit and check out your collection at some point because the time when I was reading uh, um, Nintendo Power was the GameCube era, mm-hmm. and I'm curious if you have much from that because I have a fair I, amount actually because that's also when I was reading it. So I'm yeah. kind of that's the era I'm most nostalgic for. Like this era from the NES Super Nintendo, I was not 
subscribed or even playing these systems at that time. You were yeah. barely alive. I was barely I was three <laughs> when this came out. I wasn't alive uh, <laughs> when that came out. But yeah, the uh, the GameCube, Game Boy Advance era, That's that was when I read. And so I, yeah. I've collected the most of that. It I was, remember they were hot on Geist for uh, some reason. Yeah, I seem to recall that. It was really cool to see. We already talked about it, but the Portland Retro Game Expo, mm-hmm. like the oh, the, yeah. the Nintendo Power spread, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the like props from the the yeah. real photo covers, mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Like the the Mega Man, uh, the deteriorating uh, Doctor Wily. Yeah, oh. check out uh, Art of Nintendo Power. Yes, or I think it's Art of NP Art on of Twitter. NP. Very cool, yes, uh, indeed. Super cool stuff. Well, Nick, uh, do you have any other thoughts on the beer? Am I, I'm, I still think that it was superb. I had another. Yeah. Um, I had a second I, one as I, you did as I well. Did, I did as well, and I finished my second one before you did, which yeah. is like one of the first times I have outpaced you. So. Yeah, I started talking about Guilty Gear, and right. then and then I started drooling. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but no, it, it, it was good. Uh, it's it's a solid sour. If you see yeah. it, it's very iconic. You can see a pl- a pink flamingo riding on a wave of uh, pink beer. Yeah, great. Great Divide has a very simple, um, simple like scheme. It's very, um, very uh, um, not not very flourished font. Uh, so it's is pretty easy to pick out. And if it made its way here from all the way from Colorado, it's probably yeah. decently well uh, distributed. So yeah, I mean, Coors makes it way its way here from Colorado. And yeah, but that's because when it's cold, the mountains are blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we got for episode 62 of the Co-Hops Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. You can find us at Co-Hops Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, uh, Discord, kind of. Um, Gmail, even. Gmail, even. Co-ho- uh, yep, Co-Hops, Co-Hops Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Almost forgot it uh, because we stopped getting emails. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you next time.